Global Becoming One podcast. We are Brad and Kate. In our more than 20 years of marriage, we've survived both dark times and experienced restoration. Now, as a licensed marriage counselor and relationship coaches, we help couples to regain hope and joy. We invite you to journey with us as we are still becoming one. Let's start the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Still Becoming One. We are excited to be here today and talking about a great summer topic, vacation. Vacation. I mean, it's summer for us here in Pennsylvania in the United States. There could be people listening where it's not summer for them, but... Well, you can still plan your next vacation whenever you listen to this. And we hope that you are thinking about some time to get some rest, some time to step away with your family and with your spouse, because vacations are really, really important. Mm -hmm. But they're also sometimes a huge source of stress. Yes, for sure. And arguments. Um, We've had our fair share of figuring out vacations. And I think when we first got married, we thought it would be super easy, but we came from very different traditions of what vacation looked like. Absolutely. And so we've had to blend those two and leave some things behind, add some things that are exclusively us, lots of different things in the process. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it is a learning process, just like all the rest of marriage is together. You know, we end up um, talking with premarital couples often about, how they do vacation or how they did vacation in their family. Mm -hmm. For me, growing up, vacation was planned, scheduled. We would be um, doing and seeing a whole lot of things pretty much every day. There was usually a written out plan of what we would tackle. It was written out? Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. And um, I I know it was planned. I just didn't know it was written out too. So vacation was active for mm-hmm. me. That's that's what it was. It was about going to see things that we wouldn't normally see. And I think ours, I wouldn't necessarily say ours was inactive, but there was a lot more focus on rest. Um, my parents always went to the beach and we spent most of the day on the beach, but that was definitely active. I mean, we were in the water most of the time. And, and then in the evenings we would um, make dinner and play cards and play games And sometimes we'd walk around the beach or the town or whatever, um, but totally different. We usually stayed in the one place for for that time. We didn't go exploring sort of outside of there. So we definitely had different perspectives. And I think coming in, it was very confusing trying to figure that out because those things are then sort of set inside of you of what vacation is or what feels like vacation or what doesn't. Um, Yeah. Sure. So... So we're jumping right into the discussion on how do you manage expectations around your vacation? Because Mm -hmm. both of you are going to have set ideas of what should or Mm -hmm. shouldn't occur. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's in the amount of activity. Sometimes it's in what you do, what you see. Mm -hmm. Is there a schedule or isn't there one? Why would there be a schedule? <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a lot of people who do not teasing. feel like they can relax unless they have a schedule. Oh, man. So there, yeah. there is some of that. Like, But even things like, is are you going to eat out all the time or is somebody going to cook? Mm-hmm. 
Um, is it a family and friends vacation or is it just the two of you? Mm. Or is it your family and not extra people? Cause some people like to go vacationing with friends or right. extended family. Right. Um, for us, obviously we're a family of six with four teenagers. So are we doing family external, you know, extra family? Are we doing just the six of us? We've done a variety sure. of different things. So, but it's deciding all of that and deciding is every year the same. It, do you right. change it up so that you right. have different experiences? Just all of that. It, there's no right or wrong. It's just figuring out what it looks like and having both people on the same page that this is vacation, that they're getting to right. experience what vacation looks like. And, and here's the trap about expectations is most of the time we do not realize that we have expectations mm-hmm. until they're not being met. Yep. Until okay. something happens that you're like, well, wait, that's not the way it's supposed to happen. Then you get grumpy. Then you get you like, ugh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> irritated. And it starts coming out in the vacation because you were expecting something different and that never got vocalized. Mm-hmm. So this is where most of the vacation fights happen is because you walked into the situation without really analyzing and thinking about your own stories and your own expectations. I think that in the beginning for us as well, at least I recognize in the beginning that there was a lot of tension in our vacations. Like they weren't actually, they were very much looked forward to, but then weren't actually having these conversations. And so it led to a lot of tension um, in the vacations. And I think we're in a place where that is not that let's say that does not necessarily bring any tension anymore, which is, which is awesome. I was sitting here trying to think of like, do we have any like vacation mishaps or funny stories? Um, (laughs) The only one I can think of is when we, we, we were young married because we only had our oldest son, and we went up to New England because Brad's family is from New England. So we visited with some of his aunts. We did some fun stuff. We did. I feel like it was a long vacation. Like mm-hmm. it was like two weeks or whatever. And <laughs> we were in Boston. And this will tell you another area of growth that we've had to work through. Um, we were in Boston, the city, and Kent's in a stroller. We're walking around and the city is beautiful. And we're just kind of exploring. And, and really confusing. <laughs> You feel the need to add that. Brad Brad looks at me like we were done. We were ready to to head out. And Brad's like, the car is that way. And I mean, how would you how would you self-assess your um GPS skills? Poor. Okay. Okay, good. I didn't want to speak for you. So um and Brad was like, we have to go that way to get back to the car. And I'm like, no. Like I was like, we need to go the exact opposite direction. He's like, no, I'm sure that's the way we need to go. And I was like, I'm 100% certain that's not the way we need to go. That's not the way we came. Like Brad will get confused in parking lots. So like, he's not sure how we entered the parking lot. So I'm not sure why he was so adamant because I'm the one that usually gets us out fairly well. So finally I was so frustrated. I looked at him and I said, the only way that we can go that way is if we are going to go completely around the earth to come back to our car. Is that the plan? And he was like, fine, we'll go your way. And I was like, okay, because that's going to save us a lot of time right now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we've all had those 
those moments. So. <laughs> so yes, so GPS and directions, which often on vacation becomes stressful a challenge. Yes, absolutely, for sure. For sure. Um, is something we've definitely had to work through. That's just like a side note. Yeah. But um, but I think there's just this place where when you run into a frustration on a vacation, it is really important to step back a moment and ask. You know, what were your expectations or how how can we make sure to meet yours because it seems like you're frustrated right now and and work towards trying to hear what even may have been unwritten expectations or unspoken expectations that were kind of below the surface um, because we just often don't even recognize that they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So beyond expectations, one of the other tensions that can certainly happen in in even planning a vacation is the whole idea of how much money do you spend on vacation. Mm-hmm. And that can keep people from going on a vacation, from taking a break, and that can certainly lead to lots and lots of arguments. It's tough. Vacation is expensive. I mean, there's unless you have family who or friends or someone who will provide you with free lodging somewhere like it is expensive it's expensive even to just go then let alone to potentially do anything right right and i think there's a place where regardless of what you do like you don't have to go to you know an all-inclusive jamaican Mm. resort to have a nice vacation like there it sounds wonderful but there is a place where you can um, be purposeful about just taking some time off and being with family and sitting around and spending time with your spouse, mm-hmm. reading books, playing cards. Like you can do those things even in your own house if you're intentional and still have a vacation. I'm not saying it's going to be the same, but there is a place, you know, we live here in a very touristy area. And the reality is we don't do any of the touristy things in our area. So you could, if you wanted to, (laughs) I'm not sure I could convince my kids to, but if you wanted to, you could try to just take advantage of some of the things in your own town, in your own area to enjoy and go to a park, go to um, a state park or something and just have some hikes. And, you know, there are definitely ways that you can slow down and take a break and have fun together. Yeah, sure. And I think that... You can access resources in your area that are um, free or very minimal, that kind of thing. You can do that where you're going as well. Sure. Things don't have to be super expensive to be fun, you know. So if that is something that you need to, you know, finances are really tight and you need to figure that out, then I think it's really, really something like you can get good at finding the free things. I know um, some things that we've done, like our local library sometimes has free free passes passes to different things. And I know when we were with your aunts in Maine, like your aunt got the free state park pass from her library for us to go. Yep. So like there's different things that you can you can do that can be fun and figure out less expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. It do- it definitely doesn't. You can get creative, and especially when your kids are little, they don't know the difference. That's right. And I'll say the last thing we're just kind of ending in this of why it's so important is we all need to take a break. Mm -hmm. We need to learn how to relax. In fact, 
you know, we know that God has asked us to find time to slow down. That's what a Sabbath is. And Mm -hmm. we're not very good at it. So maybe that's a whole different topic, but vacation and learning how to take a break is part of that. Mm -hmm. And learning how to take a break with your family really does make memories, really does help to grow your relationship with your your kids, for sure, but even with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of the things that Kate and I have discovered is it is really important for us to have that on the calendar to really know okay you know a couple of couple of months ago we were going through a, a stressful period for us and we actually sat down looked at our calendar and blocked out um, a three-day time that the two of us are going to get away and we blocked it out we put it on our calendar and even though it was months away just having it there gave us a kind of oasis in the future that we got to to see that we got to have, we knew it was coming. Yeah, I think that, especially for you and I, it definitely is an oasis or something that we definitely look forward to, especially because we've worked on these dynamics that right. um, have caused us stress in, in previous vacations. And so figuring out where our balance is has really been helpful for us as we do vacation together. And so we really do look forward to them. I know because I feel like this is the one that goes by the wayside, if families choose, it's often the vacation with just husband and wife that goes by the wayside. Yeah. Um, the thing we always say is, you know, just figure out some way to make it happen once a year. We would set aside money, which was not easy when they were little, to even do like two nights somewhere. It was that was very difficult. It was a stretch for us. But we would do that. We would plan for that. And then we would have another time in the year where the kids would go to either family or friends for the weekend and we would stay home. So we made it a priority, but we there was just no way we could pay to go away twice a year. And the biggest thing that we did, which I think speaks to what you were talking about earlier, if you do stay home for a staycation, which is actually like a thing these days, we just made rules and parameters around it. So when we were home for the weekend, for our weekend with just the two of us, we didn't do home projects. We didn't do, like, we kept it very focused on us and things that rejuvenated us, that um, connected us, that made us feel relaxed and we just said, like, we weren't going to do the other stuff because I don't know how many times I'll hear people say, oh, my kids are going for the weekend. And so we're going to we're going to get things done. There's nothing wrong with that, because sometimes that's an absolute blessing, too. But that shouldn't be the weekend that you planned for the two of you to just have some time. Right. If that makes sense. Yes. Adding, you know, home projects onto a vacation is probably well not really I mean, home relaxing. Is never short. I mean, no. I don't know about you. They're never short. And so it's just gonna eat up your weekend. And I think that's also a great thing to do as a couple, but that's kind of separate. Yeah. And shouldn't get mixed in with this. Man, we need a whole podcast on how to survive home renovations in your marriage. You just need Chip and Joe because, <laughs> I mean, that's the only way to actually survive because they've actually caused this whole thing anyway. That's so <laughs> they just need to come out and, and help people. Instead of Nanny 911, it's Chip and Joe 911. That's right. I took down a wall and now I don't know what to do. So um, 
Yeah, so just prioritizing that time for the two of you is really important. And maybe an idea too, um, we've done this before with your family. If you're away with extended family, maybe you can plan like a date night. Right, they take the kids. Yep, other people are hanging out with your kids who probably are loving the kid time. You're loving that they're getting a little bit more attention from somebody else. There's lots of things. Sure. Just be creative and, um, yeah, figure out different ways and think outside the box. Yes. Guys, vacations are hugely important because they teach us to take time to have fun and relax. Mm-hmm. And that is just something that doesn't happen every day in your marriage. So it is another way to be intentional and to grow together and really, truly work on still becoming one every day. Yeah. So we hope that you will um, take some time to have some conversations. Find the stories behind the expectations that are there for you and your spouse and enjoy your next vacation together. We would love to hear from you. What are some tips that you found in how to make vacations run well in your marriage. Come on over to stillbecomingone.com and we would love to hear from you. Stay tuned for our next episode. We'll see you next week. Still Becoming One is a production of Aldrich Ministries. For more information about Brad and Kate's coaching ministry, courses, and speaking opportunities, you can find us at aldrichministries.com. For podcast show notes and links to resources in all of our social media, be sure to visit us at stillbecomingone.com. And don't forget to like this episode wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to follow us to continue your journey on Still Becoming One.